Hello there, my groovy cats and kittens. It is that time again. The mic is hot. The drinks are cold. And this is Trash South Street. That was gold. I'm on Radio Gold. I'm trying to change it up. I'm Lou. and I'm Jamie Z. Welcome to Trash South Street. This is our very special Glenn Frey episode. We're going to talk about our favorite. No, we're not. No one cares. Maybe there are Eagles fans out there. I am not one of them. Me neither. It's, I'm not a big Eagles fan. It's, it's agony. I'm nothing nothing against them. I don't really care. Yeah, they're, they're... They are what they are. Yeah. Sucky. It's a good documentary, though. Four-hour documentary. It. It's an ordeal. It's a good one. Anyway, we're here to talk about music, but... Uh, I saw on, on Facebook, and I'm sure it's fake, but maybe it's not, Joe Cocker died. <laughs> I, did he? I, I don't... I I'm, never looked at more. I'm well, like, this gotta be fake. I didn't even see that... I don't think he did. I think someone just That'd be funny posted in a wrong horrible material. Sort of way. Yeah. But I didn't want you to be like, he is dead. And then I was like, ah. I just started crying. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm glad that you have your David Bowie makeup on. I do not, sadly. It looks pretty cool on you. Yeah. I could have done without the, the silver pants. Mm. I have more in my, my Jareth Goblin King uh, spandex. <laughs> you see my wing wong. That was a nice touch, but, you know, they can't see us. Uh, yet. <laughs> when we do the video cast. So this is Trash South Street. We're going to talk about music. Yes, we are I going to I talk to say. about music. I've got to orient myself. <laughs> so I heard uh, you listened to a couple new singles. I did. So um, way back when we did our first podcast. Way back in... In December of December of 2015 or November, I don't remember. I think it was no. I think it was November. It doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> so I reviewed the Savages, or Savages had uh, two singles out uh, for Adore Life. So the album dropped. I think that's what they say, right? Dropped. It dropped, and I gave it a listen, and it's more the same. Noise rock, kind of fuzzy guitars, the wandering strings. Matter of fact, it's a little bit too much of the same at parts. So as you heard, like a couple of songs changed up. Like I believe, um, what was the one? Well, it doesn't matter. I don't know. The one we reviewed in the single that sounded kind of different. Oh, I and like you said, "Adore Life." The title track was a little. They changed it up a little bit. But it was kind of a matter of. I don't know. I feel like they waited too long to come out with a follow-up, and I just kind of got bored with it. So there's nothing bad wrong with it, nothing bad with it, but it's just a little, it's kind of just there. Slowing Down the World is my favorite song on the album, and that's about it. It's Well, I guess The Doors are, was their first single off? It was, they released two, so it was like, this is what you get, and then the one we can't remember, and then A Door actually was the third single that came out like two weeks ago. Like they just started putting on XMU on satellite radio, yeah. Door, and I thought it sounded a little different. Mm-hmm. From their normal stuff. But yeah, it's kind of a bit more laid back. They throttled it a little more back. Like I, when I was like, oh, this is Savages. I would not have known that. Yeah. But like I said, in the end, it just didn't do it for me. It just didn't get my motor running. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it didn't savage my desire <laughs> to listen to more music. Well, did, did you buy it? or? Yeah, uh, I pre-ordered it. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Oh, cool, cool. I am JBZ. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I listened to this band, The Hinds. Heard of them on XMU before. They were doing a live session. 
And I'm like, these girls sound really, really familiar. I've, I actually had something from uh, their, when they were called Deer, or Deers. Yeah, it is Deers, and they're from Madrid, Spain. But anyway, it was driving me crazy. I'm like, who are these people? It sounds exactly like the song Bamboo I have on my iPod. And then I was like, oh, because if it's the same people, I guess they had some lawsuit, and they had to change their name to Heinz. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess there's some band called Deers, or Deer in Spain. Anyway, Heinz are four girls from Madrid. Lo-fi, fuzzy, beachy, garage girl sound. They're a lot of fun. Bamboo is a fantastic, love the song. Love the song. They haven't been playing that, though. They've been playing Garden on XMU, and that's like a beachy, lo-fi garage girl sound and it's a fun sound a fun song probably my second favorite song off the album then they have a like a, a slow surf instrumental called solar gap pretty good all together i think it's a really it's a good album i'm i'm not gonna buy it because i wanted to hear more like bamboo and nothing against it, i'm just not into that sound right now yeah but i think it's gonna be a pretty big and that came out January fifth. Um, they also, I sent as I sent yeah. you, they they cover the head coats, the head coaties, Davy Crockett, um, and they have a little video out. That's it's, kind of fun. So it's bizarre. I liked it. The Davy Crockett video slash song. It's like if you were doing a movie and you were depicting the beginnings of an acid trip, because it goes, <laughs> it moves a little too slow at parts. Like yeah. it's purposely slowed down, and it gets a bit surreal. And I was like, ah, it's weird. It's really weird. Also, the first part, I thought it was just some home video of some rando <laughs> girls yeah. playing around in their apartment or something. But yeah, they're, they're a fun band. I A lot of people are, uh, what I've read, like different uh, like Pitchfork crap like that, are like saying, this might be the album of the year. I'm like, it's January. Yeah, but it, it is time. fun, and they, they, they have a really different sound, and that whole surf girl grew up. I like it. They reminded me a bit of, do you know Courtney Barnett is? Yes. yes. Yeah, a little, a little bit like bit, Courtney Barnett. Not, I mean, not a lot, but that kind of... I think the They're way lyrical... They're not as smart f- as Courtney Barnett is. No, I'm not like being funny. Yeah. Like she's like kind of with her lyric yeah. lyrics and stuff. Or... But but the way their lyrics sort of float at times. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Or maybe it's like because they're Spanish. <laughs> it's like if you know you put peanut butter in a horse's mouth type of thing. I guess. Because they look like they're talking. Yeah. Like Mr. Ed, they stuck a carrot up his hiney, I think. <laughs> I think uh, that's what you... That's what in, yeah, in the third, third grade I had a spelling bee <laughs> And I, yeah, and then I don't remember a lot till fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Mr. Ed. <laughs> Mr. Ed. But yeah, Heinz, uh, the album's called Leave Me Alone. Um, it's it, it's fun. I think I might buy it down the line. I just didn't feel like wasting my Amazon gift card. <laughs> yeah. I'm still sitting on a fat stack of iTunes credit. I didn't get any iTunes gift cards. I didn't cards. get any gift cards this year. I, get, I got you um, a movie gift card. You got me. I mean, iTunes gift cards. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't get any iTunes. Yeah, I didn't, which is weird because that's usually everyone's go-to gift. Mm-hmm. But now I had taken. I think I said before, five hundred dollars worth of change that was just overflowing onto my floor from my desk, and because I'm lazy, I took it to one of those machines, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, I'll just do this." I would go to the Acme and do it. I do the one at Wegmans. I don't I'm care sure people are excited and thrilled to hear this show. <laughs> I would do, yeah, the one in Acme in uh, Phoenixville. Fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Where I get my prescription for yeah. my shingles. <laughs> shingles. Uh, what else you got? Well, an album called Bilo 3 mm-hmm. by an artist, a Serbian gent named David Maxim Misic or Mikic. 
I think it's Missic. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. So he's um he's from Serbia. Bilo actually means either in Serbian. Mm-hmm. Now that said, um, doing my crack detective work, he's a student at the Boston Conservatory. That the uh, was it the Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. But he's from Serbia. Okay. I found this on Bandcamp. Um, it had the metal tag on it. Yeah, I saw that. Which at first, because I listened to the first song, and it's not metal. No. So let me explain. So it's it's uh, like six song album, and the first two songs are instrumentals. They're very ambient. Um, the first one I have everything's fine. I have bad. I have sad piano as a note, and this sounds kind of like the sad piano. And the second one's a little more into it. But it's also mostly an instrumental, although they get a bit with the rock, like guitar beats and stuff. And the third one, Smile. Yeah, that's the one you sent me. So that's the one I sent you because that's the one that kind of stands out. I like it better than the first, the second song you sent me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. And I was like, what is this? So and here's like, the it's thing. It's all over the place, but it was, it was good. Yeah, it was really it was really out there. So it starts out as another instrumental. Yeah. And then uh, a female vocalist kicks in. Yeah, she makes it, I think. She does. She's like, so she sounds like a combination, I said, like, for half of it, she sounds like Julie Christmas imitating Bjork. Oh, yes! It's awesome! And then the the other half, um, she goes into, the, it's more the way she sings, it's the yeah. chorus, Evanescence of the band Evanescence. I could see that. So, which I actually personally, I'm not a fan of Evanescence. Me neither, but I, I got that sound. But I like the Julie Christmas thing. I'm yeah, like, that was the first thing. It's, well, you guys obviously can't see, but I, on my little notes, I have Julie, Chris, uh, Julie Christmas and, and Bjork, which is kind yeah. of funny. But that's straight what I went to. Because that reminded me of Battle of Mice Made Out of Babies. Yeah. And, uh, and then when she started singing, I was like, wow, like, how it's really like a yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, like I, if you, if you told me it was like her, I forget her name. It's like with an M. Like you, it's on Bandcamp if you look. Oh, the Googles, yeah. Like it yeah. Will pop up. So it goes into that, and then it goes into this weird. It's like a, it's like if someone's like, I'm gonna do the history of metal, because it actually at one point it gets to be. I don't know if you ever heard like Dimu Borgir, no. which is like symphonic, uh, Norwegian death metal. Oh, okay. It's so it's a lot like that. So it's all over the place. It's really weird. I was like, do I like this? But I kept going back and listening to yeah, it. Yeah, there's so something like, about like, it, especially... It, I mean, you sent me those two songs. I was interested mm-hmm. enough to go to the band camp and listen to it. Yeah. And I was like, some of the songs are very hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Or they start off really like, eh. And yeah. then, then it gets into like... Gets into it and you're like, wow, this is a totally different song than I thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, so, so I listened to it once again today. I listened to it all the way through without mm-hmm. touching anything once. Your weenus. Well, I always touch my weenus. <laughs> So there are a lot of like repeating motifs and stuff. So it's almost like a six. It's like a six movements of a symphony. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wonder if he did this. So he's a composition student. He's a music student. If this was like a project he had to turn. Yeah, maybe. Some, which you know doesn't take away anything away yeah. from it because it's really good. It was something different, and I like it. I give it five otter, otters. Out, five otters. I give it four otters out of five. I have an otter. Otterbox key. Ooh, nice. Jamie got a new phone. I got a new phone. Yeah. I don't have a 4S I, iPhone anymore that mm-hmm. is ancient. They didn't yeah. even ask me how much for a trade-in. They just throw it on the ground and stomp <laughs> on it. No, they they asked my dad. They're like, oh, you want to have your trade your phone in? And my, mm-hmm. They just looked at me. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm giving it to my son anyway. Oh. 
been taking many of selfies of his feet. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, it's not really a <laughs> his selfie. His feet and his head. Oh, good for him. Yep. I have an Android phone because I'm not a slave. Yeah. I'm not a slave to the man. I guess. Whatever. Speaking of the Android of music, <laughs> what, you, what else you got for me? Did you ever listen to the Mets before? Or Mets? I, I listened to the one you sent me, yeah. Cool. Uh, they've, they're from Toronto. They have two albums out. They had an album out last year called Two or II or Roman Number Two. Oh, I should have seen them. I they were playing with Fiddler uh, last May, and Mark and I stayed for Fiddler, and we just had to get home, so we ended up skipping Mets. And I'm kind of pissed. I'm kicking mm-hmm. myself that I didn't see them play. Yeah, but anyway, they had it looked like on Bandcamp, but they had a new single out called called Can't Understand. So uh, I ended up researching a little bit, and it was actually out in 2013 as an Adult Swim uh, single, and then I guess Sub Pop has re-released it, which was kind of crazy. That's when, as we were just talking before we started this, about I didn't know Adult Swim did that type of stuff, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, they do their summer, I think they actually call it Bandcamp. Oh, really? Well, I guess because all the songs appear on Bandcamp. I don't remember, but yeah, every summer they do, they do a new track a week. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, um... Mets are usually classified as noise rock, noise rock or post punk. I kind of see them as noise, noise rock and like grunge more or less. Yeah. The song "Can't Understand" I think is a very fun. I like the song. His voice slightly reminds me of the the singer from the Horrors, and it's pretty much just like an assault of noise with guitars and drums, and it just sounds like he's singing through a walkie-talkie <laughs> with all the dis- distortion and stuff. And that can't understand, like, the first thing that popped in my head, and I don't really hear it anymore, but there's this one riff that I just thought ministry was, was going yeah, on. Yeah, and, I could see that. Yeah, yeah and then you kinda, it kind of loses it. He, he also, it also reminds me of um, a little bit of Ceremony's Zoo album, slightly, but just with more just all-out noise, assault guitars yeah. and stuff. They remind me a lot of, uh, they get compared a lot to Jesus Lizard, and they remind me of, like, early Nirvana, like, Bleached and stuff. So anyway, that can't understand isn't really that new, but they they did put out, I guess in January as well, two singles called Eraser and Pure Auto. They remind me of uh, same style, same type of music, very grunge. Um, they remind me of the band Child Bite. They almost had a little more sound in the vein of Joy Division or or Bauhaus a little bit, but with that fuzzy. And there's a lot of distortion in it. It's I like it. They've really really grown on me. If you're into that type of stuff. I liked it. Definitely give it a listen. I did. They have, they have, they have two other albums, and I'm actually looking forward to a, a new album of theirs, oh. hopefully soon. And that's what I got. Hmm. The Mets. The, the Mets. Mets. The Mets? The, the, or it's called Mets. Uh, Mets. M-E-T-Z. Like the, the baseball. Shut up. <laughs> oh, just, all right. <laughs> just... Like, kind of like the baseball. Have you team. heard? There's there's no such thing as a stupid question? Yeah. Yes, there is. Aw. <laughs> So you know what's not stupid? Oh, I got to work on segues. Your mom. Oh, your face. You. So finally, I'm gonna to touch on um, Deep Creep. I was attending a concert the other day. Yes, I was there with you. Yeah, so we were. We saw the Murder City Devils BMCD. Yes. And opening for them was Deep Creep, which is. It's the chick from Pretty Girls Make Graves. The guitarist. Who and the guitarist and. Who were ultimately also related to Murder City. Yeah. So it's if you liked Pretty Girls Make Graves, I don't know how popular they were. I know they're one of those bands that was sort of ingrained in the mythology of the comic store. Yeah. 
I love Pretty Girls. Yeah, I love too. Yeah, Pretty Girls PGMG is great. And this is, um, it's like sort of a more laid back version of that. Mm-hmm. Is the only thing I can describe. It's if, it's, it's not as like bombarding, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's not as relentless. I would almost say. It's a little lighter side. It's kind it's, of just yeah, it's like li- rock and roll. Yeah, it's lighter. It's not like every song isn't, oh, this bad thing's going to happen. I'm going to do pills. <laughs> I said Pretty Girls Make Graves take country lyrics and sort of interpret them is what it's like so it's good it's sort of a fun version of pretty girls make graves i was i was gonna buy their seven inch but they weren't there to sell it well the seven inch is just it's to the songs that are actually on the album yeah it's limited edition yeah that's what i wanted i think it's limited to 350 or something like that i think i can get it off being camp though and i believe that album came out in april of this year yeah or last year i get confused and the single is like new it's like Late November. I, I thought they were fun for the whole. It was it was like one of the best concerts ever because it was what we heard four songs of Deep Creep and then it was all Murder mm-hmm. City Devils and then it yeah. was over. Like over, like he literally it's like a perfect old person. Spencer Moody literally just drops the mic quite literally, and then everyone's come <laughs> to sit around slack jawed for a second because he's like he's supposed to come out and do uh, Boom Swagger <laughs> Boom. I don't understand. I don't think they've played that in a long time. And they weren't fucked up. They weren't drunk. Yeah. It's usually like, you don't know what you're getting with Spencer Moody. A lot of people have been like, wow, I he couldn't even understand what he was saying. And I thought he was fine. I did, thought no one seemed really fucked up. If did, he was drunk, like you couldn't tell. Did a really good job. It was a very good stage presence, I think. I thought I'd love to see him again. I thought that um, was a lot of fun. And I was fascinated. So we were on the balcony and I was sort of fascinated what was happening down below. It was at the Union Transfer. The Union Transfer. Very good venue. And, you know, they would try to stop start a mosh pit, but the songs aren't that long, so it would, you get maybe 30 seconds of moshing. It's kind of hard to mosh with a keyboard. Well, that's the other thing, yeah, the organ. keyboard and the organ. Everyone, like half of them looked like they were just like longshoremen. And <laughs> there was a guy who was very rocky. He looked like young Andrew Dice Clay, sort of super aggressively pushing people. It was a very eclectic mix of people yeah you had like the long beard hipsters mm-hmm. you had like the punk rock kids you had like hardcore kids you had like emo it was like across the board just there was everybody the guy who was singing along with every song like he was feeling every emotion that ever existed it was like it's just weird the chicks sitting next or standing next to us had a hank three shirt on yeah. yeah it was just the one to the left or right the left nah yeah it was good and then there was like one or two older people there I didn't notice. Uh, because it was us. Oh, I, th- I thought it was an older crowd. Oh, yeah, it would have to be. I don't imagine you're 18 you're year old. Or... You're like in your 40s. I am not. It's just like, you know, guy years, it's younger though. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I would be the younger of the two. So speaking of concerts. Yeah. You ever been to a concert? <laughs> I have. I just went with you. I just oh. bought tickets to a new concert. Oh, me too. Who'd you buy? I bought for the uh, this band, The Falcon, which is Brendan Kelly from Lawrence Arms, and back in the day, a band called Slapstick. Uh, Dave Adriano from Alkaline Trio. I forget who else is in. Dave House, who mm. actually used to come in the comic store. Do you remember Dave House? He was friends with Mary, and he was in that band, Cursed. Oh, okay, yeah, I do he's, remember. He's, like, really big now. He has, like, a few oh, albums really? out, and, yeah, and he's in The Falcon. So yeah. if I... They're playing at Milk Boy. I've never been to Milk Boy on April 1st. Ah. So I am going to go. I don't know who I'm taking yet. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. 
be a fun time. Yeah, I'm going to go see Brian Wilson do Pet Sounds. Did you buy that? Did you buy yeah. one ticket or two? I bought two, so okay. if you're interested. I, I will let you know. I was looking at it, and then I totally forgot about it. And it's what, at the Tower? It's at the Tower, which mm-hmm. is a really good venue. Yeah, I've been to the Tower. I really went back and forth, but uh, people actually gave him good reviews. Because mm-hmm. talking about people who are very hit or miss, Brian Wilson. I'm sure. Hit or miss. When is that? It's like September. Oh, okay. That that was right. It's like September. It's right around my anniversary, I want to say, yeah. and that's why I, I kind of just forgot well, about anyway, it. Well, anyway, I have a ticket. Okay, cool. I will. And if not, we'll have a contest. Oh, yeah, we can. Win a date with Lou Sessa. <laughs> Man, woman, or orangutan. Aw. Orangutan. <laughs> or ass lizard. <laughs> What's an ass lizard? <laughs> lizard that goes in your ass. Oh, I don't think I need a ticket, though. We could just sneak him in. <laughs> that's true. And I wouldn't be able to sit. But uh, I'll be like, Mr. Sessa, you need to sit. Yeah. And then you'll take your ass list. <laughs> oh, I'm Brian Wilson. <laughs> sit. I don't even know if Brian Wilson's out. That's my imitation. It sounds like a Because he's all fucked up on drugs. <laughs> well, I think he's clean. He's been clean for a while. Yeah, I'm sure he's old. Because, again. He might be dead by then. <laughs> he's like in his 73. Yeah. He could be. You can't take after poor David Bowie, mm. another genius. David Bowie. David Bowie. Okay. Glenn Frey, or the Grizzly Adams. <laughs> so, first concerts or music experience. We got a, a pretty good um, response on our Facebook page. So, thank you guys. We're going to read off a few in a little bit. Do you want, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. I have a few concert antidotes. Antidotes. Anecdotes? Anecdotes, yes. Okay, uh, yeah, you tell me, then I'll tell you. My first kind of music experience, I don't count this as a first concert, was in the King of Prussia Mall. I know what you're going to say. It's not Lisa Lowe. It was probably like 1987. My brother's band played in front of Woolworths. Did they in the sneak mall. in and play? Or were no, they, they had. They con- got. They got. They were allowed to play. It was a say no to drugs concert. Oh my god! And I got to sing. They were singing "Police uh, Message in a Bottle," so I got to sing in front of Woolworth because yeah. like, they all knew me. I was Ron's little sister, so I was singing. Offended, yeah. and I thought oh. I was the coolest. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. And I was wearing my say no to drugs hat. Yeah. And- wow, you were. It was like a sitcom. Hmm. No, but it wasn't really a sitcom, but but that's like what so it I don't be. really tell people that's my my first musical yeah, well, experience. But it's yeah, kind of it's kind mm-hmm. of funny that the KOP Mall was rocking like small little yeah you know concerts like that mm-hmm. like Tiffany yeah was yours Tiffany or Debbie Gibson no the first <laughs> single I owned was Debbie Gibson Electric Youth though mine was um, Whitney Houston I want to dance with somebody ah. yeah so what was your first concert experience so well it's weird because. I had blotted it out basically until I made fun of you. Five years. Well, seriously. So, so I had I had thought it was something else, and you were like, "That's really your concert." I think I had said you said Warm Bath or or Nemesis, and I was like, "That's like when I was first going to shows and stuff." And I completely forgot that I went to college and saw actually a lot of shows in college. Yeah, Uh, saw a lot of shows at the Chameleon, lot of shows there. So the first show, I think. Cause two, Where did I, you go to college, by the way? Millersville. In the, Lancaster. The heart of Lancaster, was it like, Pennsylvania. Was Am- the Amish, Amish Mafia not that bad then? The, yeah, exactly. They'd be like, a lot of Mennonites. The, uh, the Mennonite Yakuza was what we had to worry about. <laughs> I saw two shows, basically back-to-back weeks, are very in very close proximity to each other. Drum roll. Drum roll. 
Letters to Cleo and Toad the Wet Sprocket. That's pretty, that's not bad. Yeah, it's half bad. So it was... It's better than mine. My roommate's girlfriend wanted to see Toad the Wet Sprocket. Very alt-90s. Well, this is 90s. 90s was a weird period. Well, you, you were know. in the... Well, you graduated with 92. I graduated high school in 92. Yeah. Uh, so this is... Right in the alt heyday when it stopped being college rock and became alternative. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Just like there was a magical semester I came back and everyone was suddenly into grunge. Everyone had to flannel on. Every, yeah, and it was yeah. like... Uh, they went from like uh, tie dyed to flannel, cause it, but like they were yeah. the, the whole uh, like hippie drug rug wearing shit. Like that was kind of big in like ninety ninety one. I remember. That's exactly. It's weird. That's exactly what it was, and everyone had pretty much stopped listening to REM <laughs> and U two because they're the two college songs you li- or groups you listen to in the nineties. Yeah. And it was yeah all grunge. But anyway, so as my friend's girlfriend and his her sister wanted to go. And they were supposed to get our other roommate, but he bailed out. So I, reluctantly, more because I just didn't like to, I'm a homebody, I get, <laughs> I don't like to go outside, uh, went. And Larsa Cleo was sort of big with that song, A Here and Now. Yeah, that's the song I was thinking of. And so they opened up, and I was actually blown away by them, because well, it's one of those cases, and this is a very 90s thing, where the single they were known for sounded nothing like the rest of their music. Yeah. So they were actually, because they were a Boston band, they were kind of a little more towards punk, actually, in that first album, all their pre-stuff in their set. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Lairs to Cleo and Toad the Wet Sprocket, but then shortly thereafter, I saw Liz Fair. Um, see, I always was, wanted to see Liz Fair. That was good. She was prego. Oh, you did say and that. They were she doing, was kind of being like a little too sexy for being pregnant. Uh, just sexy <laughs> enough. And it was uh, White Chocolate Space Egg, I believe. No, no. But anyway, so... What years were that? Like, 92, 93? I think it was like 93, 94. It blends together. The other thing, so being at Millersville, Live is big. Yeah, Live was real big. Live was really big. And they're, because they're from York, so everyone's like, you know Live is from York. Yeah, well, let's try to be living up there. (laughs) And I had forgotten, I had gone up and saw Live play at the Chameleon. Mm -hmm. And sort of importantly, because I didn't pick up at the time, um, the opening band was Angelfish. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did tell that, Which is Shirley Manson's first band. Yes. Was she in the band then? It was her band. It was, a, okay. it was actually, they say it was Goodbye Mr. McKenzie. Without uh, that's right. That's what I was thinking. Her. Yeah. The first show I kind of remember going to is uh, this, I ended up seeing Royal Crux, if you remember that band, and this band Chord. It was at the TLA in Philly. Uh, me and my friend Shannon at the time, uh, she had a crush on this kid, Colin Kane, and she's like, I want to go see him play at the TLA. I was like, okay, I'll go down. So we had, I don't, I was trying to think of how we got home. These people from Kimaz, which was a t-shirt store, mm-hmm. like two stores down from the comic store, drove us to the, uh, a beer store, got us like 40s, and then drove us to the TLA, which is crazy because it's like King of Prussia to Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, just drove us to freaking, <laughs> yeah, to the, to the concert. So we got down there super early. We had like these Budweiser 40s in our in our backpacks. We went to Fridays on off of South Street. I think it was like Second and South, and we just hung out in the bathroom. We like banged. I know you don't go in women's bathrooms too often, <laughs> <laughs> but they have like a put a spot where to put your tampons and stuff. Um, Sanitary. That's called thingy. A, a toilet. No, they have a separate little thing. You... Uh, all right, so anyway, right, we uh, punch that through so you can pass like 40s and cigarettes back and forth. So we just sat so, in the bathroom for an hour getting drunk. And so then... my question would be, 
you, you didn't drive yourself because you were obviously 21. <laughs> no, I was, I think I was like 16. Uh, 16 or 17. Fighting a good fight. And I told you, I don't remember, no, I, when I wasn't fucked up or anything. Like, I, I think I was mm-hmm. buzzed. And then we went and went to the concert. I, maybe someone's, maybe her mom picked us up. I honestly mm-hmm. do not remember. I don't remember too much of the show because there was like no one there. Yeah. Um, but my, other than that, that was my first kind of real concert experience. But there, as I said, mm-hmm. it was so small. Mm-hmm. I saw Anti Nowhere League, The Blanks, Rancid Bat, and I forget who else. This place called Upstairs at Nick's in Philly. It was like my first <laughs> punk show. And it was fun. I remember it was me, Jess, and Brad. Yeah. And Brad, and I wasn't allowed to go. I told my mom I was just going over Jess's or whatever. Uh. Brad's car breaks down coming home from Ooh. Philly. Uh, like, luckily, this this guy comes up to him and he's like, yeah, I, I can fix your car, blah, blah, blah. And we're all like, what the fuck? Did, like, did Brad have to get down on his knees? <laughs> no, he's like, you just have to hit the reset button. And he, like, hit this button and for and oh. oddly, the car started up and... You probably met the devil, it sounds like. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um. It was a fun show. But I remember being like, what should I wear? I remember I wore my Op Ivy t-shirt yeah. and my, my black corduroys. Mm-hmm. And that's... Uh, that's rocking. Yeah, it was rocking. Uh, my first punk show, I usually say, is... And this is an account like a, you know, a warehouse or a church show. Yeah. It was uh, Groovy Ghoulies and the Queers at the Troc. They played so many times. Yeah, they played a lot. So it was... I might have not went to that show. I, I went to see Groovy Ghoulies. Who the hell else was playing? The Donnas. Oh. Hmm. At Dobbs, a.k.a. the Pontiac. Yeah. yeah. Kind of crazy. A lot of people saw Groovy I'm sure Kirshner was there. I think Kirshner was there and Nick Lombardo every time the Groovy Ghoulies played. Yeah. <laughs> my, my first big concert was uh, the second Ozfest in mm-hmm. 1999, and it was, like, uh, crazy. That's when they just started doing, like, the huge festivals, mm-hmm. like, well, other than, like, Lollapalooza, and I, I got to see Black Sabbath. I forget who else played that show. I was wanting to see Motorhead, and I ended up missing them, because I went to see someone on the main stage, and I don't mm-hmm. remember. I saw the Melvins. Um, it was before OzFest got, like, kind of crazy, because I went to the second and third OzFest, but I was just amazed just how big this shit was. And it was before I was 21. And I remember asking one of the the guy I went with, uh, his buddies for booze. Uh, I got to drink a beer. It wasn't that fun. And it was yeah. real fucking hot. Because we were sitting out in that lawn. Yeah. It was at the Tweeter Center or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was called Susquehanna. I'm sure it was called something different then. And the sun's just beating down on you. Yeah. And that's when I wasn't wearing shorts. I was like, hey, man, yeah. I'm not going to wear shorts. Yeah. Screw the man. <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't. But yeah. it was just so. I probably had on like 14 whole docks. Yeah. And bondage pants and uh, it was really hot. Very exciting. What was the biggest? Like the first big band? Yeah. Like... I don't know. It might have been uh She Was it maybe when we saw Garbage and the yeah, it was Distillers? Actually, it was stuff? the Distillers, which we didn't see Garbage and No Doubt. Was that, that would the biggest be it. one? That'd be the first huh. big one, yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. She's taking her ID. <laughs> we said that in the first episode. I know. Well, you did never get to old. <laughs> the coolest concert I missed was my 17th birthday. I had a chance to see uh, Elvis Costello at the uh, Valley Forge Music Fair. And I had to work at Wendy's. I had to work at Double. Yeah, that's, I, I did see Elvis Costello, and yeah. he's very awesome to see. Um, yeah. He opened for the police. Oh, nice. 
2006 or seven. Yeah. I forget. I don't know. I'm just going to start lying and telling people <laughs> I saw like all these big shows. So when we asked some of our listeners about concerts, my favorite uh, answer was Tony Cadaver. Tony. Yeah. Um, I just cracked me the hell up. And let me see what he wrote. He said, My mom took me to a motel bar on High Street in Pottstown when I was 10 to see a band called Ghost of Chance play Pink Floyd covers while people with teased mullets did huge amounts of cocaine. The drummer signed a drumstick for me, and it actually helped me get my first drum set shortly after that. Oh, nice. I think that's That's a a, pretty awesome story. That's a cool story. Who else had a good ones? I like uh, my my friend Nick. I don't think you ever met Nick. Nick's friends with like Johnny and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was twelve. Metallica at Allentown Fairground Justice Tour. The Colt opened for them. They were label mates on Electra. Got booed off the stage after four songs. Still have this ticket stub and program. The shirt I bought at the show. I'm afraid to wear it because it might disintegrate. Mm. <laughs> um, the Metallica got booed off. I think they. Wow. No, the Colt. Oh, the Colt oh wow. Got... I still. I guess it's cool. And Nick's, Nick's probably about you. He might be a year younger than you. Hmm. I liked Mary's, too, about how she saw Pantera, Sepultura, and Prong in the spectrum, and she was, like, dyeing her hair with a magic marker. Yeah. <laughs> Blue. Um, that was pretty funny. Hmm. Um, Liz said Marilyn Manson at the spectrum. Really? Yeah, on Easter Sunday. Oh, it was, so it was the Antichrist Superstar Tour, and she said there was a lot, like, crazy protests. Oh, I could imagine. Which I could imagine, too. Alex Crowley said, no effects, bouncing souls, and high standard at the cr- at the truck. And Jake, you know Jake. Uh, Anthrax, Slayer, Megadeth, and Metallica at Yankee Stadium. Paul said, Green Day in 94 with Tony Cadaver. Mm. And Mark said, Voice of Reason and Bang Chamber Chamber in Spring City. It was like yeah. some church, mm. uh, ch- church show. Uh, Alan said, uh, Rancid. When they were touring Out Come the Wolves yeah, with the uh, Lunachicks. Surpri- I was kind of surprised at that. Well, so he said to me, because I talked about it last night, mm-hmm. it was the first show that played when whatever his, his friends had just gotten their license. Oh, uh, okay. So it sort of coincided with that. That makes sense. Um, I know April said Amy, Amy Grant in D.C., and then she ended up saying Metallica and got a total con- contact high driving home. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. All right, so when I was talking to this about with people, a lot of them qualified it with, do you, do you know, do you mean like a, a local band in a church or a real band? So That might just be our friends. I, well, I think, yeah, I think it's our friends because I think a lot of people. Like we went to local shows growing up. Yeah. We went and saw our buddies' bands play in a church basement or a, didn't we a go, YMCA. Didn't, yeah, see, so Johnny Ruin. What about... And he played, wasn't that a show at a Y we went to? I've been to a ton of shows at the Y. Yeah, I'm uh, sure we went to the Y. We went to that barn. And we went to some kid's house. I remember that. I remember because so, so it was Jamie and her, well, now her husband. And he had a truck. So SUV. There's an SUV and like the back bed was open. And he was sitting on, she's sitting on, she's like, where'd you park, honey? <laughs> uh, and amazingly, they got married. <laughs> Oh, and that was before I was really drunk. Yeah. That was a kind of a crazy show. That yeah. was like with the Bed Rockers, which is like Ed Sig Dennis. I don't even know if that band's around anymore. The Boyles. And then yeah. it was Johnny's band. Was it Ruin 50, 59? 
the decline. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I remember. Yeah. That's all I remember. I know. Also, I don't want to forget Mike Walsh said Jethro Tull at the Spectrum. Oh. And then he said he saw Gwar, Fatal Aggression and Lunatics at the Airport Music Hall in Allentown. Oh. And he has a. Then he saw Bad Brains at Chameleon Club. The Chameleon. The Chameleon. A lot of a lot of college students that yes. go there. Yes. Yes. Well, there's a lot. Not a lot to do up there. <laughs> you and your college students from. We, we go, you know, we go to Angry Young and Poor and... I, I used to go to Angry Young and Poor all the time. Yeah, see? But I've only been the Chameleon once, and that was to see Hank 3. Yeah. And that was just insane. We waited so long just to get inside, and we had a freaking Juggalo behind us in line that was mm-hmm. just being weird and Juggalo-esque. Yeah. It was me, Mark, and Jess. So we finally get in, and me and Jess are just hanging out in the back drinking beer watching Hank. All we see, like this is maybe an hour and a half into, Hank did, had like three different things. He had like this cattle calling band, which is, I have to say, not that good. It's pretty mm-hmm. awful. Then he has this death metal, it's called, I can't even remember what it's mm-hmm. called. And then he, I think he started out with this country stuff. So anyway, out of the corner of our eyes, we see the juggalo dude that was behind us coming back to the bar, walking with a swagger, being mm-hmm. a douchebag. And a kid behind him with his arm, yeah. <laughs> like revved up behind his head, like going to punch that you would only mm-hmm. see in a cartoon, and comes up behind him and just cracks him, punches him straight in the head. Oh. And I think I even talked about this. I think that. you yeah. did. I remember you saying. Kid goes flying. It was yeah. pretty funny. Uh, and that's when we were like, I think it's time to leave. Yeah. A little too wacky. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, the chameleon, which would also have live dance night. And then... The record store is Angry Young... No, Angry... It was Young Ones was the record store. Angry Young and Poor was the one I would go to in Lancaster. The one... In the actual record store was the Young Ones, which I remember scraping together whatever I could, you know... Because Angry Young and Poor in. was actually on, like, Prince Street in Lancaster. Yeah. Um, and then there was another record store. It was CI, uh, CI Records, Corrupted... Whatever. Violent Society was on it. They were on... They were, they were in downtown Lancaster as well. Off like by Route 999 that yeah. rings a bell, like kind of in the ghetto. That's yeah, a lot of corrupted like image, I think. I can't remember. It was a cool little record yeah. store. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to go to the gathering one year. They, do you know that they're coming to Philly? Are they? On like around 420. Well, the ICP is coming. So, I saw. Well, I swear to God, I saw it. I'll have to put it on Facebook. I, I, because I get all like. The track will email me uh, R five Productions mm-hmm. all for just tickets and stuff, and it popped up that mm-hmm. it's not the gathering, but yeah. there's some ICP shit so, going so I going down. Now, now, just to be strict about this, to set the record straight, I don't like ICP. I'm not an ICP fan by any means. He dresses like Shaggy Two Dope. Right. Shaggy Two Dope is my uh, <laughs> my performance name, but um, I'm kind of curious. But I'm afraid if I go, I wouldn't return. I wouldn't return. You'd be drinking too much Fago. That's the thing. They make Fago. you drink Fago, and that's what they spray it on your face, and it's like the Joker in the Batman movie. <laughs> Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. They they might. Yeah. I could see uh, you. Uh, or you'd it'll be, be a, like freaks. You'd be a total cool juggalo. If uh, you become a juggalo, we are cease being friends. By the way. Uh, You'll be my juggalette. They'll make you no. shave your eyebrows. No. Aw, you, your son is a little juggalette. That'd be no. so cute. Aw. <laughs> not at all. Your cat is a juggalette. Your cat's a juggalette. She's not a juggalette. Yeah, she's a juggalette. She's, she's a not. ninja. I, I caught her with clown makeup on. No. It was nutty. I don't know where she is. Nutty shit. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Yeah, any other shows coming up for you this month? 
Not for a while. I might see... I kind of want to see Speedy Ortiz in April. I thought someone else in April is playing that I want to see. Uh, Wolf's Attack is playing February 12th at the Voltage Lounge. Mm-hmm. So mm. if you like them, check them out. They're, they're fun. They're good guys. One of them is following me on Instagram. Rock! Yeah. Pretty cool. So we can be found on the Facebooks. Yes, at Trash South Street, if I can talk. Uh, we can be found on the iTuneses. Yes. And we do have an, a Gmail account, trashsouthstreet at gmail.com, but there's a good chance you're probably friends <laughs> with one or both of us, yes. so you could always reach us that way. Yeah, and we don't check the email as much as we should. No. There could be like seven. I check, I, I like once a week I'll remember I that. Highly we have it. Highly I highly doubt it. It's usually, new episode is up. And you can always leave us a review on iTunes. We would love to hear your review. Yes. It would be awesome so mm. people know we're out there. And eventually we're going to get a website set up. We're just lazy. Yeah. Just lazy. Maybe lazy. get some stickers or something. We'll stickers all. Like, oh, yeah. give a review, you get a free sticker. All right. Something like that. But Anyway, folks. Yeah, have a good night. So I hope you enjoyed the, the concert episode. Yes, the concert episode. Oh, and by the way, X-Files is amazing. Yes, it's amazing. Love it. Anyway, kids, <laughs> this is Trash House Street. Watch X-Files. Watch X-Files and see you later. Later.